Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. Today, I want to talk about one of the most important things about vacation in my book, which is books. What book or books are you going to read on your next holiday? I mean, vacation time is so precious. You don't want to be stuck with a book that you're just not feeling. To help you choose your vacation reading material, today I'm talking with Holland Saltzman, author of the independent bookstore The Novel Neighbor in the Webster Groves neighborhood of St. Louis, Missouri. I am pumped to talk with Holland about her recommendations for choosing which book you'll read on vacation, and you know I'm going to be asking her for specific recommendations too. Holland, welcome, and thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me as I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> this perfect timing then. And I really it appreciate perfect timing. And I really appreciate you making time for this on your vacation. This is fun. Yes, excited to talk books and beach reads. <laughs> cool. So set us up. Why is reading when we're away different from reading at other times? Well, I think mostly it depends. I think it's important because we just don't get to clock out. I, at least I find that I don't. And I think when you first had sort of talked to me about this, I was like going through all the different um, sort of like, am I going with other people? Am I going with family? Am I going by myself? Because I think that even would determine my reading material as well. Mm. And so I just think that you've got that sort of hopefully open-endedness. You're not distracted by your phone. You're not distracted by things. And so you just really want to be able to kind of dive into something that takes you away. Mm. And I love that. I hadn't even really thought about that. Like, who am I going to be on vacation with? What other things do you recommend that we think through when we're thinking about what we want to read on vacation? Well, it's just also depending on where you're going to, where are you going to be? Is it close? Are you able to take hardcovers? Do you need to throw paperbacks in a beach bag? Are you going to want to be out and have something downloaded through Libro? and listen to audiobooks that way. And so there's other ways of when you're going to, before you even select your reads, you know, how are you going to be ingesting them? So, and what's going to be convenient and easy for you to get to. Oh yeah. Very practical. I love that <laughs> because packing is like a thing. Sometimes you don't, yes. yeah. Sometimes you just don't want to weigh yourself down with a hardcover. Also, library books, I noticed the sand can get in between the cover <laughs> and the, the plastic cover that the libraries put on there. So that was something else that I thought about on this vacation that I hadn't thought about before. I am sure the librarians of the world appreciate 
Yeah, how much <laughs> sand comes back when somebody here? Here's like the whole beach bag of all the beach books. <laughs> so, and I try to leave. Go ahead. No, you no. So and when I will, I mean, I'll way overpack with books, but a lot of times, um, whether it's a book that's already out or we are lucky enough that we get access to early copies of books mm-hmm. so that we can review them and decide if we want to carry them um, in the store. So regardless, we have these little stickers of, from the novel neighbor and that I'll, you know, if I'm done reading a book and there's not a reason that I need to bring it back and not another staff person needs to read it, I'll, I'll leave it wherever I am. So whether I'm on the train, the plane, oh. am I in a, you know, VRBO or wherever, I sort of try to leave a trail of books as well. That's cool. Oh, man, I want to follow you at the VRBO. <laughs> <laughs> We've been going on the same summer vacation for the last 10 years. And our first stop when we get there is always the local bookstore so that everyone has something to read and we support the local economy right away. Just a little shout out to the Island Bound Bookstore on Block Island. Love that place. The trip before last, I figured out that we could also go to the local library, as I mentioned, and you can check out books, but also you can get magazines and DVDs while you're there. So for people out there who maybe haven't thought about picking up their books after they arrive, what kinds of benefits does visiting the local bookstore or library have? I always go, I mean, even though we have our own bookstore, I, that is where I stop. I was just in Manhattan for a few days. I'll be in Newport, Rhode Island in a couple of days, and I always like to go to charter books there and I try to hit all the other little bookstores in Manhattan besides the Strand. And I always gravitate toward the staff favorites. And we certainly have those in our store as well. So I think that that is, you know, I can go look around on my own, but I really want to know what the staff is reading. And if it's your own area bookstore, you might start to find you read from someone's shelf over and over again. So we'll definitely have people who will come in our store and they gravitate, whether it's Evie's shelf or whether it's Melissa's or journeys and they just sort of will because they're like okay I picked this book I liked it so I'm going to go back there and it just so whether that person's working or not it you can kind of get an idea but also talking with the booksellers because they kind of they can walk you through a bunch of questions if you will to kind of help you figure out what you want to read just kind of what you were talking about in the beginning when you do have sort of this window so I think, you know, and then besides the practical things of where's your favorite restaurant? Where do you like to get coffee? I mean, they're also the greatest places to kind of get the lay of the land if you're somewhere new. Cool. You know, I want to hear about the specific books you're recommending folks that read this summer. And I'm going to ask you for a few of your picks in a few different genres, but I got to take a quick break first. So we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, welcome back. So Holland, for fans of romance or do we still call it chiclet? 
What books do you recommend? We didn't have a romance section in the store when we opened in 2014. We just sort of had them shelved in between with regular fiction. Mm -hmm. But over the last two years, we have brought it out. We have a romance book club as one of our eight book clubs because it is one of the fastest growing sections, as well as people are sort of like not hiding the fact that they just need escape reads and they want some happy endings. And it's just, and there's just some great books out right now. So we are big fans of romance. And I stumbled upon, I forget how I had first heard about this book, but a woman named Roni Lauren. And I actually listened to this. Libro is how you can listen to audiobooks and support independent bookstores. And mm-hmm. so I happened to have this one downloaded. And the first one was called Yes, and I Love You. And it was For me, not too predictable. The character definitely had some flaws. And what I really liked about it, it had the perfect amount of spice. Mm. (laughs) So, I mean, there's romances that they're just kissing. There's other, you know, super details. And then there's, you know, borderline erotica sometimes. But like, I find her books and there's three in the series so far. So she has a character from each one show up in the next one, but you don't have to read them in order, but it's just, they all sort of work in the same co-op space. Oh, that sounds really but cool. Oh, Holland, I just yeah. want to interrupt you for a second. I think the recording might have cut out when you said the title. Can you say it again? Oh, sure. Um, so the first book is Yes, and I Love You okay. by Roni Lauren. And it's the first in a series that don't have to be read in order. They're called the Say Everything series. And it's fun to read. I've read some of them and I've listened to some of them. Fantastic. But you have to be careful if you're listening to the spice. Oh, okay. <laughs> of who's in the car with you. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> what about a great mystery or two? So one of my favorites that I don't think got a lot of attention was this book called History of Wild Places by Shay Earnshaw. And it was just and it's out in paperback now. And I just thought it was one of the smartest. And I don't want to give away too much. Like every time I start to talk about it, I'm like, you just have to trust me, read it. But there's a woman who goes missing and this guy has been hired to kind of find her. And he tracks down to sort of this like farm area, this land where she was last seen or her car was, and then he goes missing. But you are also having this other side of the story, but it had a not a shock. It was a twist. Like I just, I love it when I don't, when I can't figure it out and I don't see the twist coming. And I just, it was so well, it was really well done. Ooh, that sounds good. All right. Great. And that was again, history of wild places. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, great. So now for my favorite genre, what is a favorite memoir out right now that you think people should read? I really liked the Janelle Monae the memory librarian. Mm. She's always fascinated me sort of just as a performer and I've just watched interviews with her. So that came out recently. I think it might still be in hardcover, but it just was an incredible read that, you know, I love diving into people's lives and, you know, they share with what they want, but it was a really fun kind of look into everything and more about her. Cool. Yeah. You know, I love to listen to those celebrity memoirs on audio. And maybe it's out on oh, yeah. audio. Yeah. If we if I we don't want to wait for the paperback. <laughs> I know so many people did that with the Matthew McConaughey one because he read it himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about those of us who like to time travel while we read? Got anything historical that's a good vacation read? 
So I'm actually in charge. We, uh, we have eight book clubs at the store and I'm in charge of our virtual book club because a lot of people, we had to move all the book clubs virtually when the pandemic hit. And now we're back in person with all of them. But because people joined us from all over, mm. we left one of them virtually so that we can read all over. I mean, so that people can still join us from all over if they like the novel neighbor. So we're reading um, for this next month called The Island Queen by Vanessa Riley. And she is a woman that was born in the Caribbean and in a time when not, you know, women had hardly any rights, much less women of color. And she managed to kind of create this entire company. And not only the company, she dealt in real estate and she was just unapologetic about what she wanted from business, from men, from the life she wanted to leave. And she was just this, I mean, I wanted to read more and more about her when I finished the historical fiction. Oh, cool. That sounds great. That's totally up my alley. I'm I'm completely writing these down as we talk. <laughs> what about something for fans of YA? I'm a big fan of David Arnold. Uh, he's written some fantasy types. He's written sort of apocalyptic, but my favorite one is called Kids of Appetite. And it's, for me, it reminded me of The Outsiders. The first time I read of The Outsiders, how this group of kids who are kind of struggling in lots of different areas in their life and they don't have great family lives, they kind of come together mm-hmm. and they create sort of the support system for each other. And there's just the conflict and everything that I loved sort of when I first read The Outsiders, it just really felt familiar to me. And I don't know if he meant it or not, but if somebody likes contemporary and you know, a lot of kids like to come into YA that they like to read about problems. Like they like mm-hmm. to read about kind of hardships. And I think this one's a really great one. Oh, very cool. Oh, I'm definitely going to share that one with my daughter too. So your yeah. bookstore, The Novel Neighbor, is doing something that I think is just super fun. And I think it's something that people who live anywhere can do. It's called Summer Reading Bingo. Please tell us about it. Sure. We started this a couple of summers ago. And what we do is we come up with different reading squares. And so we just, you can download a bingo sheet uh, from our website. And we've had people text us and call us from all over being like, is this what you would consider by a cartoon cover? Or (laughs) is this an indigenous author? I mean, it's really funny that some of they do. And so we have a kid's version and an adult version. And it could be, it could be, an oldest book on your to be read pile so that you kind of can backtrack, you know, maybe it has a pink cover, which, you know, I've gotten photos of like, do you consider this? And so you can <laughs> complete the bingo. And if you're local, you can bring it in and pick up a little prize. And then at the end of summer, we'll do drawings for the kids and the adults and gift cards. So we've even if you're playing from afar, you can email us, you know, a copy of your bingo and your name will still go in for the drawing. And so we'll be doing some fun giveaways in August. There's just something so cool about gamifying even things that you enjoy, like reading. I don't know. I loved that bingo idea. So thank you for creating that. Yeah. I think it helps you kind of what you were talking about at the very beginning. There's so many books to choose from. So how are you going to choose what you're reading next, whether it is for a beach read or just what you're going to read next? And sometimes when you gamify it or you're trying to check some boxes, it at least gives you some direction when it seems you know, you walk into a bookstore or in your own to be read pile, you're like, what am I going to read next? And, you know, it just gives a little direction. Totally. It cuts off some of the options and makes that choice a little easier. And you all do something else cool called mystery boxes. Tell me about that. 
We started this also during the pandemic, and it was something that, um, because you couldn't be in the store, and we were showing videos in the store, and we were FaceTiming with people, but we do so many gifts as well as books, that somebody would be like, I've got a birthday party, and we're going to do a run by and drop off a thing, and the kid is like nine, and they like the beach, but they're also kind of sporty, and I think this is their, you know, they're into Marvel. And based on that information, we would like put together kind of a mystery box for the kid. And then we started doing it for adults. It's like my wife likes to read. She really likes historical fiction. She likes watching Shit's Creek and she's a little saucy. And we're like, got it, we can do this. <laughs> and so when you'd mentioned beach reads, we had somebody write to us and you can put a note if it's for someone else, you can do a personalization. But I thought this one was hysterical that the person wrote a note to themselves that she wanted us to include with our selection of beach reads based on some things that she had told us about. And it said, dear Uggy, you have worked your arse off for the past two years and put up with more BS than anyone should have to. So you've earned this vacation. You better have a kick-ass time. P.S. Turn off your phone. So like we wrote that to her with her box, you know, and sent it to, and she had it to arrive like where she was traveling. And it's just, so we, you know, based on some of her likes and things like that, we were able to put it together, but you know, you can do it for any occasion. And if you're not quite sure what to get someone, and like I said, half the people just buy themselves. It's like, I'm doing this as a treat to myself. And you get to tell somebody a little bit, it's like matchmaking. And so we get to, we get to figure out what we think you should read next. That sounds really cool. What a cool way to like feel seen. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So for folks who want to stay connected with you, where can they find you? Where can they find the summer reading bingo and the mystery boxes and all that good stuff? We, uh, thenovelneighbor.com is our website, but we are extremely active all over social media channels. So we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and Cassie, who is our social media maven, incredible queen, also started a TikTok channel for us last year that kind of keeps, you know, growing and growing. And so you can find book recommendations and all the kind of bingo and mystery boxes pretty much on any of those. But she does these great sort of slides of, you know, if you're drinking iced tea in summer, this is your next book. If you're drinking a martini in summer, this is your next book. So she does these great slides on Instagram that kind of also can help you narrow down some of your choices. Fantastic. Holland, thank you so much for being here today. I just love talking to you. Thanks so much for inviting me. This has been such a treat because I certainly love nothing more than being on vacation and reading. (laughs) Take care. Hi, it's Kate back with your tiny assignment, which is just to think about what you want to read on your next vacation. Holland gave us some great ideas of specific books. If there were any that sounded good to you, write them down, put them in the notes on your phone, put them to your want to read list on Goodreads, whatever it takes to remember them. And then start paying attention, asking friends, reading the book review, just paying attention to social media posts about what might go on your vacation reading list. All right. I hope you'll come back tomorrow when I'm talking about the flip side of vacation, which is dealing with vacation blues. They happen. They don't mean that you're weird. And there's ways that you can deal with them. So I hope you'll come back. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. 
I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 